our home. I am Dr. Damon. This is my beautiful wife. Shantae. And we are the Smiths. This is Richer or Poor Marriage Podcast, where we are contributing to the health and wealth of marriages. You ready, sweetie? I'm ready. You ready? I'm ready. All right, DJ, drop that beat. Drop it. So... I'm going to ask that if you have not yet subscribed to our podcast, that you hit that subscribe, that you click share, that you like. And if you decide to drop a comment, feel free to do that. But let's jump right on in. Let's go. So I saw an interesting statistic that said that 75% of single men say that they have a friend of the opposite gender, right? Mm, yes. But then that number drops to like 54% of married men said they have a friend of the opposite gender. Sounds good to me. So this has always been like a point of discussion or sort of disagreement or just a lively conversation within our marriage, right? Yes, it has. And so what we want to do tonight is just, you know, touch on friendships, friendships with the opposite sex, friendships with the same sex. We're just going to jump into friendships. Yeah, let's just jump into it because uh, just this, we had this conversation, what, two weeks ago? Look. Two we, weeks ago. We had this conversation and we, and we a, were scared. Oh disagreement <laughs> a whole <laughs> argument over the situation you was like i do not want to talk about friends i said i do home. not well guess and what here we are we are talking about friends the funny thing is when we first got together right now mm-hmm. we're talking 21 24 uh, years ago because our daughter's 23, so, you know, you got to give some time for that mm-hmm. baby to incubate, you know. So when we first got together, one of the things I used to say was, oh, she's just a friend. That That's just one of my friends, right? Yes, you love that. I love that terminology, you know, because I, I was, you know, I was in my early 20s, and most of my relationships with the opposite sex were in my mind friendly. Some may have been romantic, but some were just purely platonic. Mm -hmm. But, you know, you had a hard time deciphering the line. And so it was hard for you to sort of believe, okay, you said that's a friend, but then this one was something different. I had my reasons for feeling that way though. I had my reasons for feeling that way. And I might be jumping a little ahead because, but even that I have a problem with your friends, not wanting to talk to me or acting like they don't want to speak to me. That's a problem for me. Well, that's That's a whole problem problem for most people. Well, so, But we can listen. I'm sure we'll (laughs) get back to that. But that was a whole issue for me. So I'm like, if your friend don't want to speak to me 
and they're your friend. Because to me, that says something totally different when they're your homegirl or they're your sis. But then your sis or your homegirl don't even want to speak to me. So that don't speak friends to me. That speaks something else to me. I'm just saying that's well, yeah. my opinion. That speaks that, something that, else to me. That was your opinion then. It's still your it's opinion still now. Yes, sir. And you know, for me, you know, when I look back on it, some people, you know, that I consider friends may not have necessarily felt the same way about me. But And that's how you felt. You felt like, well, they they may want a little bit more than friendship. But to me, it, it, we were just cool. Like, we were just hanging out. And so I remember when you and I first started hanging out and seeing each other. And, um, you know, I was like, I said, we were just friends, right? Right. And you had a problem with that because you were like, well, you're not acting like a friend. You acted like more than a friend. You were acting like more than a friend. <laughs> you were acting like more and than so a friend. And so the point I'm trying to make is that my definition of friend now has changed from those early 20 years. Well, praise God. <laughs> In those early years, friendship, a, a friend could have been someone who, who was platonic. It could have been someone that was romantic because I wasn't into the quote-unquote boyfriend, girlfriend type of labels back then. And so I could understand how confusion could creep in because I was confused myself. And so I had to learn a lesson, um, and it took some time, but what I learned was that, and what I think is important to understand is that to develop a friendship, requires trust right it does and to develop a relationship requires trust right correct and then to move into marriage requires trust right absolutely but if you aren't honest in any of those stages then the trust can't be developed the the trust is lacking and so Honesty has to first start with yourself. Like, if you're not honest with yourself, that means you can't even trust yourself. So how can somebody else trust you? And so because I had a confused view of what a friend was, I wasn't honest with myself about what friendship looked like. And so over the years, of course, my my viewpoint or my perspective of friendship has changed. And so we're going to get into that tonight. Sound good? That sounds good. That sounds really good. It, it's going a different way than you expected. It's going a different way because <laughs> your view of friendship actually changed. I like that. But let's see what is going Let's see what's up. Well, let, let's start this way because... I think that for most people, right, mm -hmm. when you think about the difference between women and men, right? Okay. There is a difference. There is definitely a difference. There is a difference. There is. So typically, 
women are more emotional, quote unquote, creatures, right? And their friendships are based more on emotional connections, right? Most women would turn to their friend or their girlfriend or a family member to talk about something personal before they would talk to a male about it. Whereas for guys, we're not going to talk. We don't talk to our boys. We don't talk to our homies. We don't talk. We just don't talk. So that emotional connection is usually not there. Mm -hmm. Usually our relationships with our friends are based on activities, right? We hang out together. We shoot pool or we play cards or we go golfing or we play basketball or we go to the yeah, gym. Yeah, y'all different. We that's, different. Yeah, y'all different. And that's something you you often complain. Well, not complain, but. I have a lot to say about You have that. a lot to say about, lot to say about because my friendships are different from your different, friendships. They look different. They sound different. They just different. And I get in trouble for that. Well, I can't say trouble, but a lot of times you you want my friends to be more cultivated, my friendships to be more cultivated than what they appear to be. Yeah. But that's based on your relationship with your girlfriends. Yeah, women right? as women we as women we are different in the way um we groom our relationships. Okay. We're different. Um, there is a a lot of cultivating um, the friendship because we do tend to, you know, um, express our thoughts more uh, with each other. But one thing I can say, even though I do express my thoughts and, you know, we go to our girlfriends as a support system, there are certain things that I do not share with my friends because I believe that uh, – there are certain things you shouldn't share with your friends because there should be some boundaries in which you are willing uh, to share, if that makes sense. It makes sense. It makes so sense. So I'm not – go ahead. But before we go there – Okay. Before we go there – All right. So let me ask you this question. Is Do you believe it's important to maintain friendships outside of the friendship that you and I have in a marriage? or just marriage in general, do you think it's important for people to maintain friendships outside of their marriage? Yeah, I think that's, um, it's, it's very important just so that you'll have an outlet and that you'll have somebody that, you know, everything is not actually falling on that spouse. You get to lean on someone else. Um, opposed, not that you don't want to lean on your spouse is that you don't want to always, you know, uh, put so much on them so that they can, um, they can, you're looking for this response that they may not even want to give or even able to give because women, we just think on a different level. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it is healthy to have friends outside of your marriage because typically they're going to provide a different perspective. Exactly. Right. Yeah. One of the things that cracks me up is if I tell you something and then 10 minutes later you're on the phone with one of your girlfriends, they could say the exact same thing 
and you hear it differently. And it's almost as I'm like, I just said this. <laughs> I just said that five minutes ago. But it's like, no, it's different. It's almost like going to the gym. You and I going to the gym and working out together. And I say, okay, sweetie, I need you to do 10 reps at this weight. And the first thing you say, no, I, I can't do that. That no. That's too much. Mm-mm. That's too much. And then as soon as the trainer come and say, okay, Shante, I need you to do 10 reps at this weight, you ready to push it out. Like, because it's different. It's different from hearing it from your spouse than actually hearing it from uh, somebody else. Yeah, and and that's the point I'm trying to make. And so I, I think that it is important to have, you know, friendships outside because they provide a different perspective. Yeah, they do provide a different perspective. But sometimes it's also the tone in which it may have been said. So okay. that plays a, po- a part as well. Like, how are you presenting it to me? Well, see, that's a whole nother conversation. See, this conversation is not about communication. This is about friendship. Well, <laughs> how you are expressing it, how you are, your tone. Okay. But we can talk. Yeah, yeah we okay. can talk about that. I guess I shouldn't really want to talk about that, huh? Well, like I said, that's a different conversation for a different day. Yeah. So for you, what else does your friendships provide? Uh, My friendships, um, okay, so I have like four best friends, right? Four best friends. Four best friends. Four best friends. And all of my friends are different, right? So I can go to uh, each of them for something else. All of them don't provide me with the one thing that I need. Okay. So I may have one that I want to call and um, just to, 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 to lay everything down with, right? And just give them my whole heart about something. And they may give me... Um, um, Katricia, she gonna give me the, she gonna give me the hard truth. She gonna, she gonna lay up down all of the foundation for me, right? Okay. So I may not go to, um, Veronica and get that from her because she may not give it to me like Katricia is gonna give it to me, or like Renee is gonna give it to me. So all of them give me something different, but they all sort of give me what I need, if that makes sense. So it's like I got these four girlfriends and they're all in the pot, right? We all in the pot together, but all of them have something different to give me. Support, uh, comfort, uh, you know, honesty, prayer, uh, you know, just the cold hard truth. And I don't have yes friends around me. And I mean, yes, you're right. Yes, you did. You did do the right thing. No, I got girlfriends around me that are going to tell me the truth, that are going to be honest with me. And that's what we need as women. We don't need yes people around us. We need women uh, that are going to give us the honest truth with us. We need them to be able to um, express themselves uh, in a way that we're able to receive it. And 
we're not feeling like feeling that we've been attacked. So if my girlfriends come to me and say some things and I'm not feeling attacked because I know which girlfriend I can go to and get what I need from. I, I think that's lot. very interesting. <laughs> I said a lot. But... I think that's interesting because I could say the same thing your girlfriend says, but you just said you don't feel attacked. But if I said the defense mechanisms come up, the walls come up, and you, it's you, because you it's get the way on, you you're say on the it. offensive. It's the way you say it sometimes. Oh, I've I've heard y'all talk. And I know I don't say things the way some of them say them. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. They get a little more grace. That's crazy. Like, how are they going to get more grace than me? But I understand. Y'all Y'all been rolling since since y'all were pups for for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> but see, the funny thing is, for me, it's different, mm-hmm. right? Because I have people I consider to be really good friends. And I may not talk to them for months. But as soon as we pick up the phone, it's like we pick up right where we left off. And I'm comfortable with that. Now, there are times where I think that my friendships could use a little more cultivation and a little more development. Um, but typically certain things, like you said, I'm just not going to share. And most guys are really um, hold things close to the vest anyway. So a lot of times we could be going through something and it could be really hurting us to the point where it's hurting us to the point where we then lash out and we're hurting people around us. But we don't have someone to to share with. We don't have that emotional connection with our friends. And so usually what happens is as men, we, we hold a lot of stuff in. And I think that, you know, women sort of get it right when they're so open with their willingness to share with one another. Yeah. I mean, even with, I remember when we were living in Tennessee and even now I have some girlfriends that are still in Tennessee and I may not talk to them. um, And I consider them to be good friends, but I may not talk to them for months at a time. But when I do speak to them, you know, we can basically pick up just like there was no time. So I understand um, you know, that sometimes you don't have to talk to your friend all the time, you know, um, you don't, but I think that that's what friendship is all about. You know, like I don't have to talk to you every day, even though my girlfriends that are here in Maryland, we talk just about every single day, right? Every single day. And, um, and, and Katricia, we talk like every single day. We talk every single day, but I think with that, even if we didn't, we still grace each other enough with say, you know, I haven't spoken to you, but it's not like, because I don't speak to you. I'm like, oh, she mad or she going to feel a certain kind of way because she don't 
you know, she haven't spoken to me. It's okay. We know that we're doing things. We've got, you know, mother, you know, some of them have younger children. And, you know, we got a lot going on. So there may be that time that you may not even talk to them. So I do understand that, you know, that time where you don't, uh, you're not talking to them. But I do believe that as when you have friends, you should cultivate the, the, even as men, you should cultivate your, um, your friendships. You should be checking in. You should be checking in. You should be trying to go out and do something every now and again, because if you got both of y'all got the same personality, I don't talk to this person or they don't talk to me. It's kind of weird. You ask me, but well, you're not a man, Yo, so it's kind of different. I can't like, expect you to understand. It is just so different, and I just I'm well, glad I'm a woman. I mean, you know, when you look at statistics, right? Statistics say that one in four men will turn to a friend when they have a personal problem, mm-hmm. but one in two women will turn to a friend when they have a personal issue. Mm-hmm. So what that basically is saying is that women are more likely to turn to their friends when they're going through something and men are not, right? And so it begs the question for you, right? Um, I think that it's important to understand that people go into friendships with expectations, mm-hmm. right? And I I saw something that said that a friendship should not have expectations. Like if you if you're a true friend, then you shouldn't have expectations for someone. And I didn't necessarily agree with that statement. And the reason I didn't agree is because I think everyone goes into a relationship with expectations no matter what type of friendship it is. Like, if I go into a friendship, my number one expectation is, okay, this person is going to be honest, right? I need an honest friend. And so my expectation is that in every encounter with this person, they're going to be honest with me. That's just the expectation I have. Mm-hmm. And so if that expectation isn't met, then, number one, a relationship can't be developed but number two, it's even more difficult to cultivate a friendship. So I think expectations are um, everyone goes into friendships with expectations, whether they're communicated or not. We all have something that we're looking for from the person we are developing a friendship with. I agree. I agree totally. But when you have expectations that are uh that sometimes can be overwhelming Mm -hmm. that will cause distress in your relationships based on what their expectations are like say for instance um they're my friend right they're my friend but you're expecting because your husband and i the, the spouses hang out with us and then you expect that because the spouses hang together and you and I are friends, they then think that you're supposed to be friends with their spouse. So those type of 
expectations or overwhelming expectations can be a bit much. And I think those things, um, you know, it should be expressed um, up front. But sometimes you don't necessarily find out some things until you actually get into a, until you actually get into a friendship with somebody. And then they have all of these um, expectations that you're not even um, aware of and not even that you're not even aware of expectations that you're not even comfortable with. Yeah. I think that usually over time, you know, as you develop a friendship, you begin to know people a little bit better. Right. And over time you can then see, okay, what does this person expect from me? And then can I meet that expectation? Like, do I even have the capability to meet the expectation that they have? And if I don't, then it it may call into question whether we could actually be friends. Because if I can't meet the expectation, then they're going to feel something that's lacking. Right. Right. And then it's going to be stressful on me because I can't meet your expectation. And so it becomes more draining for me because you have expectations that, exceed my capacity. And so I think that, you know, when you consider friendships, you know, within a marriage, right? Friends, as you said, can become mutual, right? They can become mutual. Like, you know, I think it's important to have mutual friends in a marriage, like something you and I do quite frequently, we'll get together with a couple and we'll go out to dinner. We do that a lot. Or we'll have someone come over the house and just hang out or, you know, we'll travel together. And so we have friends that we do those type of things with. And I think having mutual friends is beneficial to a marriage. It is very beneficial to a marriage because I think that, um, you know, when you have mutual friends, that mutual friends can give you a different perspective when it comes to certain things that um, you may be dealing with in your marriage or things that you may want to discuss. Um, so they can be beneficial. But how do you feel? And I might be getting into a. Um, I don't. Yeah. Okay. So what is your thoughts we had a discussion about this, and I'm going to go there, um, on having outside friends that aren't, you're not, friends that aren't mutual. What are your thoughts on having <laughs> friends that aren't necessarily my friends? Now, I'm not talking about friends that you have on a job. Well, no, they may be friends, too. Okay. So the question is my thoughts on friendships that are not mutual, that are not mutual with the same sex or opposite Opposite sex. sex. Okay. All right. So we're going to dive into it, right? So personally, I think that in this day and time, it is possible to have a friend of the opposite sex that may not necessarily be a friend with you. Now, the question is, what type of friendship is it, right? And what type of boundaries have I set for this friendship? 
right? Because I think that boundaries are important when you are talking about friendships outside of your marriage, whether it's a working relationship that becomes a friendship or whether it's, you know, someone you meet at an event or someone you met at the gym, whatever it may be, right? Somebody you met at the gym. That's an example. Like, you can meet people at the gym. If you're constantly at the gym at the same time, you usually speak to people. Yeah, you speak. And then sometimes you might have a conversation. You might find out, oh, my son goes to Howard, too. Your daughter goes, okay, all right. You know, so conversations like that start, right? But the point I'm trying to make is that even in those scenarios, it's important to set boundaries. And before you get to that point, what you should do as a married couple is actually talk about the boundaries that you want to have for your marriage and then the boundaries you want to have for friends outside of the marriage. Because I think it's possible to have friendships outside. Like, I have friends that I've had for years that, you know, eventually over time become a mutual friend or you have some sort of knowledge of it. And I think that's important to the process is to, you know, if I have a friend outside of our marriage, you should know about it. You should know who they are, right? And if I'm spending time with them, it's important that I have boundaries set, but it's also important that you're aware, okay, this is where I'm going to be, this is who I'm going to be with, and this is what's going on. That's, That's just how I see it. Yeah, but we never had no. This is uh, this who I'm gonna be with, and this is. Oh, we are you? Come on, you are you being serious right now? We have anytime never. Anytime I've gone, anytime I had like, if I've had a meeting or something with I'm someone. Not, are you talking about business? I'm, I'm just talking about in in general, and we're not talking. This is a general conversation a general that conversation. has to do with marriage. Yes, so we. That's why we we wanted to make sure yes. that we didn't have any real contentious conflict, right? And I I have to say that because some conflict is good, some disagreement is good because that's how we learn, that's how we grow, right? So before you speak, I'm good. I am good. So what I'm saying is boundaries are set, and you let the person know, okay, this is who this is. This is who, this is where I'm going to be because some relationships are different from ours. And so what may work for us may not work for somebody else. Somebody may have a working relationship that becomes a friendship, and because they're consistently working together, they may hang out. And it may be somebody of the opposite sex that's hanging out with a group, but that doesn't mean that... I'm not that saying that... Yeah, I do agree that if there is an opposite, re, a opposite sex relationship co-worker or whatever and you're out in a group setting i don't see anything wrong with that i think that's 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 fine but i'm talking about when you have when you you're my spouse right and my spouse is out hanging out with another woman i don't agree with that but that's something that far as i know that we don't do i don't hang out with other men the opposite sex i do not and as far as I know, you do not hang out with the opposite sex unless there is um, 
um, you know, maybe business or whatever, as far as I am aware of. But for me, I don't believe that the other spouse, that's, that's, that's normal behavior. To me, it's just not. And I know there are people that have, you know, best friends and they, you know, maybe the same opposite sex. I've seen it. Um, I've seen it and sometimes it worked. And then sometimes they may have these relationships prior to even getting, um, getting married. So they have an understanding, but, um, yeah. You finished? I'm finished. Um, yeah, I, I'm not in agreement with, um, um, opposite sex relationships unless hold on unless hold on, hold on. unless we are in unless i'm uh, i know about it i know about your child i know about your childhood friends i know about your college friends we know about those friends i'm even friends with some of them and it may not be a calling them up on the phone and talking to them but i am aware of them right i'm yes, aware of are. them but i mean if you think about it so some of that has to go to, you have to look at yourself. Like the question is, and this is just for married couples in general, when you're talking about having friendships outside of the marriage, we go back to trust. Like if you trust your spouse, then there's certain, you have to give your spouse the grace and the, wherewithal to know that they're not going to put themselves in a situation that could be potentially harmful to, to hurting their marriage. No. And I, I, and I agree. Sometimes it's not that you don't trust your spouse. Well, no, no, because you're going to say it don't have nothing to do with the other person. It has everything to do with me. You trusting me. But sometimes as women, we see stuff before you see stuff before the male may see some things. So I think sometimes it's important that you don't even put yourself in that situation, that you don't even put yourself even in that whole environment of, you know, hanging out with the opposite sex like that. But that's what I just said. Well, I said it. I just said that you have to trust them enough to understand that they're not going to put themselves in situations that could be potentially harmful or detrimental to marriage. And so I believe that if trust is there, then, you know, some friendships are sustainable. Some friendships can last. Some friendships can exist. Okay. I, I I agree to a certain extent. So what about the what about that that relationship, that friendship that you have, and the opposite sex, and the young lady doesn't want to. They don't speak to your your spouse. Um, they give their rude to your spouse. So how do you feel? I know you talked about the boundaries, but what happens in those instances where um, there is a lack of respect from your friend to? either your wife or the to the husband. So in that scenario, I think that you really have to question your friend because if they respect you, then they're going to respect your spouse. And so that's the first thing that should be set. That's part of the boundaries. If you're going to be my friend mm -hmm. and you say you respect me and you care for me, 
then my first request is that you have the same level of respect for my spouse. That's just where, what it has to be. And if you can't do that, then I don't think we could be friends because what it potentially does is it creates conflict in my home, right? Because it's going to be a consistent um, issue whenever that person's name comes up or whenever that person is around, like it's going to be tense. It's going to be stressful. And for me personally, the question is, do I even want to put myself through that? My peace is important and peace in my household is important. And so for me, I make the choice that if you cannot respect my wife, then that means you don't respect me as much as you say you do. And so it really begs the question, like, are you a real friend? Okay. And so I think that also plays into the fact that if you have a friend, male or female, outside of your marriage, and they speak negatively about your spouse, how do you handle that? Oh, you asking me? Because you are... You already know how I feel about that, but let me tell the people that don't know. So, for me, you can't say nothing about my husband, my children, because if you do, we're going to have a whole problem. We're going to have a whole problem. I don't allow that type of energy in my space. Um, I don't allow that type of energy in my ear. Um, I'm just not going to deal with anybody that is not going to um, respect my husband nor respect me. Because if you re if you disrespect my husband, you disrespect me. And I know that's the you know that's vice versa. You know, if they disrespecting me, they disrespecting you because we're one. And so because we're one, there's just some things that you won't be able to do. I just won't tolerate. Yeah, I know you down with it. I just won't. I will cut you straight off. Ask me how I know. <laughs> I will. Yeah, and, but I think sometimes it's necessary. Um you know, to sever relationships that are uh, detrimental to your marriage. You know, it may not be easy to do that. And depending on how long you've been friends and um, how much time you spent in each other's life, I'm sure it'll be, it's difficult. But if they are consistently speaking something negative about your spouse, then you have to ask, what is your agenda? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? Ooh, that's good. You know? That's good, because there's, yeah, that's, mm. Like, what are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to accomplish? Like, are you supporting me or are you against me? Because you know I'm not leaving my marriage. So I need your support. So in that instance, right, 
So what do you do? What do you think that you, what do you think that you should do when the spouse of, or, you know, either, um, the wife, the husband or the wife, um, sees something that you don't necessarily feel that you don't necessarily see. And you're telling them how you feel and you're not in agreement with this relationship. So, and, and I'm, and I'm telling you, I'm voicing to you how I feel. Do you continue with the friendship or do you um, sort of, uh, you know, accept your spouse's feelings and you have then make a decision as to whether or not I stay in this relationship or do I make my wife or my husband happy because they're saying that this is something that bothers me. What do you do in that instance? So the first thing is communication. Number one is important, right? And so we have to effectively communicate what our expectations are, what our needs are and what our wants are. Now, when it comes to a relationship, a marriage where one spouse is expressing the fact that um, your friend is making me feel this way, mm-hmm. right? For me personally, it was easier for me to step away from the friendship because I wanted to protect my relationship. I wanted to protect your headspace. Right. And I think that people have to really consider their spouse, consider their significant other. Like, you know, how important is this friendship more important than my marriage? Absolutely. Right. What's the priority? Is the priority the friendship or is the priority the marriage? And that's the question you have to answer for yourself. Hopefully, in your marriage, your marriage is the priority, and then the friendship is secondary to that. Yes. And if your marriage is the priority, then the next question is, okay, how do I protect my priority? And if severing the friendship or stepping away from the friendship will help me do that, then that's what I have to do. That's good. Right? That's good. Because your spouse feelings should matter. How they feel should matter. We shouldn't get to a point in our uh, marriage where we disregard our spouse's feelings, especially if this the person that you plan on being with for the rest of your life, you're planning to grow old with, their feelings should matter. We shouldn't dismiss their feelings because you feel like um, such and such uh, is, their feelings isn't valid. So, I'll just use this as an example. Okay. You know, when we first started dating, I had a very close friend. Mm-hmm. Um, someone that was not only close to me, but was close to my family. And we spent quite a bit of time together, right? Now, you had an issue and you felt as if they didn't recognize the fact that we were dating or we were a couple. And so that was a problem for you. It was. And so 
you voiced that concern. Like you, you, you felt uncomfortable. You voiced it. And even though I didn't necessarily agree with the fact that, you know, to me, it was like, this is my friend. And I didn't necessarily agree with letting the friendship go. I did it because my relationship with you was more important to me than that friendship. And so the the point is you have to make a decision. What's more important? Like, is this relationship more important? And then I know sometimes people will say, like the first thing they'll say is, Oh, you, you putting that person before me. Like, you know, your friends, mm-hmm. your friends be like, Oh, you brand new. You brand new. Yeah. You're getting brand new. Are you, are you, you trying to be brand new? You gonna put them before us. It's supposed to be bros before. Whatever. Right. You know, we know the saying, we know the saying, you, but, but that's what, that's when you single. That's that that's that single mentality. That's single, but eventually that single mentality, if you get into a relationship that's moving toward marriage and be you become married, that single mentality has to change. It has to change. Right? It's is is imperative that it does change. It is it's imperative that it does change. Um yeah, if you if you value your marriage, you value what you have, you value your spouse, you should that 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 mindset should change. So so check this, right? Because I wanted to put this out there because I I wanted people to think about this. If you're looking for a friendship outside of your marriage, Right. Mm -hmm. Before you do that, the first question to ask yourself is. What am I looking for in a friend and why am I looking for it? What do I want and what do I need? And. Are these things, am I looking for these things because they aren't being met by my spouse? Right? Mm -hmm. Because I think if you go into a friendship looking for certain things, well, you have to be clear up front about what you're looking for in a friendship. Mm -hmm. Because if it's an emotional connection, right? Emotional connections can be good. But the problem becomes the emotional connection when it becomes an inappropriate connection Mm -hmm. and more of a um, more of a emotional affair. That's something completely different than just having an emotional connection. And so I think it's important that anytime you're looking at a friend, you know, whether it's a guy or a girl, whoever it may be, the question is, what do I want out of this friendship? What do I need? Is my spouse providing that? 
And if they're not, like, why do I feel the need to have it? Right. Because if I'm looking for something that my spouse isn't giving me, have I communicated that to my spouse? Like, maybe we need to sit down and talk so that my spouse knows that I have a need or I want something that isn't being met so that we can figure out, okay, what do we need to do to help you get through this or so that we can meet that need, Yeah. right? So that you don't have to look for it somewhere else. Absolutely. Right? So go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. And I was just thinking, you know, um, there are times periodically, you know, I'll ask you, and you ask me as as well. Is is there something that um, that I'm not doing? Are you still Are you still happy? I think that's important to be consistently. Yeah, we you uh, have to do that. Talked about. Yeah, so you can keep that marriage thriving because I don't want you to get something from someone else that I know that you can get from me. How you want it. Yeah. And what and you need. Great. Yep. When you need it. I I want to be the one that give that to you. You do. Like God said, I will supply all of your needs. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to do. Supply all of you, your needs. You go, you so let try. me know what your needs are you, so that I can give that to you so you won't have to get that from somewhere else. Yeah. I think that's important. Because we get so, you know, so content. We can get very content in our marriages. And we feel like the thing that we did at the very beginning, we don't have to continue to do. Because we get content. We, you know, we've been married, what, 21 years now. But I still like to um, to look good for you. I try to dress up, you know, for you. Um, you know, there's some things that, you know, we do to try to keep that spark going on so that you don't have to go out because there are some things that I do that I may not even necessarily want to do, but I do them because that's something that you like. For an example, my husband, every month I get a box from a door every single month with little, you know, little cute little thingies in it, right? Things that I wouldn't particularly wear, but because I know that you like those things, I wear them for you, right? Because I know that you like that. I don't want you to be thinking about somebody else wearing it when I could be wearing it because you buy it for me. And I'm like, you keep buying these, buying these, these boxes keep coming. I got so many panties and thongs and all of this stuff, right? But they keep on rolling in, and guess what? I keep going through the boxes and be like, hey, that's cute. I'm, I'm going to rock that for you because I want you to get it from me. So that's important that you get it from me and not from somebody else. So I'm going to rock it for you. All right. So, so when you – okay, you want to sing now too. <laughs> so friendship and marriage is important. Mm-hmm. It's important to nurture your friendships outside of your marriage, but it's just as important to nurture your friendship within your marriage. And so, like you said, there are some ways that you can do that. And some of the ways you can do that is by, you know, 
finding out what your partner likes and even when you don't necessarily like it actually participating and engaging in that activity um, just to show them that you have some interest right that's one way communication is one way you build your friendships it's important that you consistently talk to one another as you said you know to let them know you know this is something that I want this is something that I need and that's the jump off right um and then Not something else get a jump off <laughs> the Not outcome may just get a jump off <laughs> and then lastly you know just the cultivation of spending time together is just as important Absolutely. You know, and I, I think it's important as a married couple to set aside time for your spouse and not to allow, you know, outside influences to impact that time. Absolutely. Like if you have a set time, then you stick to that time. That way, you know, there's some anticipation that's developed. There's some excitement that's developed. You know, you know, consistently this is our time together. So we're going to have, you know, we're going to do whatever we do to bring some excitement into our marriage. And so that's how you can consistently, you know, cultivate friendship within your marriage, you know, by spending time together, by communicating, by engaging with one another. Um, Those are things that you can do to build friendship within your marriage and to maintain friendships outside of your marriage is just as important but you also want to make sure you have boundaries set, yeah. whether they're female or male, whether they're the same sex or the opposite sex. Boundaries are important. And you have to be careful about what you share, right? Yes. Because you could share something about your spouse with your friend, and three days later, you've gotten over it, but your friend is still holding, on, holding to it. on to it. And so potentially that's going to cause conflict later on down the line because your friend is going to consistently either look at your spouse a certain way or they're going to consistently be in your ear speaking negativity. And so I think the sharing part is essentially is very important. Yeah. And friendships matter. Uh, uh, You know, the relationship matter and what you tell your friends matter. Like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't discuss something uh, too personal with my friends. I just don't. And I think, um, I just don't, I just don't. I make it a habit to not uh, go beyond telling them something that I know I can talk to you about. If we're having a little issue, something going on. I don't have to run and tell my friends. Nope. I'm going to talk to my husband about it so we can discuss it. So they don't even have to really be a conversation with my friends about it because I know that we're going to discuss that thing. So why discuss it with my friends? Now we might chit and chatter a little bit, a little bit, but when it comes to that personal, personal stuff, I just don't think that you should be telling your friends your personal and your intimate stuff. I just don't. I think that goes beyond 
just go too far. That's too far for me. Now, that's for me. Me and my girlfriends don't sit and talk about, you know, sex without what we done did in the bedroom. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> that's too far. Your friends, your boy, your boy, homeboy, or your girlfriend does not need to know what you do with your spouse in your bedroom. That's gone beyond um, the call of friendship for me. People do it. People do it all the time. And I think sometimes we just don't need to just, you know, divulge everything to our friends because some things are, you just don't need to know. You just don't need to know. Well, guess what? I know this. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed our story. I hope you enjoyed our laughter. I hope you enjoyed our love. Be blessed, fam. <laughs>